Welcome back, everybody. Thanks for joining me on the showgram. I'll be hosting all week by Jim's on holidays. By the way, that woman that was dragged into court and saying that I don't believe in this whole thing and I, I don't believe in what you believe in, well, instead of dragging her to court, can we not just drag her on an airplane and send her home? What is wrong with this country where we take up so many dollars dealing with someone that clearly doesn't want to be part of Canada and wants to destroy what we have in Canada? Speaking of madness, I want to spend the one o'clock segment this week with a theme that I call Taking Back Canada. You know, we're a democracy. We are, we have the right to elect leaders. We actually, those leaders work for us. They're on our payroll. They should be fulfilling our objectives. That's simple. That's just how a great democracy works. So I want to talk about our primetime minister, Justin Trudeau. By the way, just so you know that this is not some conservative rhetoric, I voted liberal most of my life. But I'm pragmatic and I'm a business person. Now, Trudeau, who won less than 40% of the vote, assured Canadians a liberal government would run deficits of no more than $10 billion to finance their promises. And even though the books would balance themselves, he did promise to return to balanced books by 2019 by, or 2020. $10 billion. This year, they're citing a deficit of $28.5 billion. The National Bank, unbiased, unpartisan, says that he's going to run $90 billion worth of deficits over the next four-year term. 416-872-1010. I want to ask you, are you mad as hell, and what are you willing to do with it? I'm as mad as hell, and I'm not going to take this anymore! $90 billion, highest spending per capita since World War II on his watch, since he's put himself in power. He spent billions of dollars and boring billions of dollars. His first 100 days in office, he spent $5.7 billion. And guess how much went to Canadians? $5.7 billion. Hmm. The majority? No, actually $1 billion. Spent all $4.3 billion outside the country, Lots of things and organizations and climate change and all these. Listen, I'm all for Canada providing a percentage of our GDP to the right causes. We're a rich country. We need to help countries that aren't as rich. But to me, I feel he's padding his resume. Is he trying to look for this uh, to run the UN one day? Is this whole thing that he's doing, this covers of the Rolling Stone magazine, have we not got problems to solve in Canada? He put $20 million into the Clinton Health Access Initiative. The Clinton Foundation, with all the alleged allegations going on, is this really all about vanity plates and selfies? Really, is this just about so one day he's going to run the United Nations or be considered the, the primetime, hippest leader of all the countries? He's spending $28 billion of our uh, uh, of deficit. $28 billion deficit. Now he's going after privately held businesses, squeezing the last drops out of the entrepreneurs, pouring cement on their feet to what? To, what? to raise $250 million. $28 billion deficit. And he's instigating tax laws that's going to have these people that are out there as entrepreneurs trying to grow the economy, dealing with all the bureaucracy and BS that comes with running a business in this country. And I know I did it for 30 years. To squeeze them dry for $250 million? Because he's trying to build this middle class? What middle class is he trying to build? These privately held businesses, I know so many of them are saying, I, I can't do it anymore. 
My margins are already thin enough. I'm dealing with minimum wage, and I'm dealing with uh, Kathleen Wynne trying to get elected in Ontario and putting all these things in, uh, the federal tax. These, these, like, these privately held businesses, there's no guaranteed pension. There's no public service pension. They don't retire with security for the rest of their life. There's no survivor benefits or health care. They have to save for their retirement. They have to deal with ever-increasing taxes, and now he wants to squeeze them dry? Whether you, you have to stop. I don't care if you're partisan, if you're NDP, you're conservative, you're liberal. I want you to go to our site, our website, or our Facebook page. Click on the link. Find your MP. Don't just call in today. Don't just write in today. Don't just say you're mad as hell. Call these people and say, we have to stop this madness. Canada, you know, we got an abundance of resources. We got fresh air. We got an educated population. We got universities. We got moral values. We got all these wonderful things going on, but we are running it into the ground. $90 billion deficit over the next four years for what? What are we getting for that? Same thing we got in Ontario for $300 billion in debt. I don't see subways. I don't see a, a better run country. I don't see improved health care. We have to start doing it. $22.6 on innovation and skills development and training across 147 activities. So what, what's my ROI? I'm your, it's my tax dollars. I, my kids are signing up for those borrowed dollars, those $90 billion. What's the ROI? Well, do you know that the majority of activities do not have uh, accountability for what they expect as a return on investment? There's no metrics. You, you invest in renovating your house because you want to improve the quality of the house and you want to improve its value. A business invests to improve its value. We have to stop this madness, go to the website, call me, 416-872-1010. We have to take control of this madness. It's about each one of us. We have to tell them this privately held business taxing has to stop. The lack of guarantees in the private sector has to stop. The madness of spending like drunken sailors has to stop. This lack of accountability has to stop. Al, Al let me, what do you have to say on this? Well, I mean, give me an option who to vote for. I, I didn't vote for, for Harper last time around because I knew what was going to happen. Same thing is happening down south, the, the dividing the country uh, along uh, racial lines and all the other stuff that's not important. What's important is fiscal conservative. Give me a guy that I can vote for that will do all that without the craziness of the, you know, uh, all this, this racist crap that, that seems to be resurging every time, every time with the conservatives, whether here or down south. Well, you know, I think the interesting point you make is we tend to vote out versus vote someone in. Why is it we're not getting a Gandhi as a leader? Why are we not getting someone that's going to stand up and say, I have the greatest country in the world. I've been honored to lead this country, and we are going to treat every tax dollar as a precious commodity. My entire focus is going to be to grow our way forward versus borrow our way forward. Boring is simply lazy politics. $90 billion is splashing that around. If you ran your household like that, you would be out of business. You, you, you would lose your house. You would lose every one of your assets. Yet we treat this government and this deficit like it isn't ours. You have to look at your kids tonight and say, are you going to accept the fact that we're layering $90 billion of debt on their feet? How are they ever going to pay that back? That's yeah. what I want to know. It's Tony Chapman. I'm in for Jim Richards this week on the showgram at Tony Chapman's my Twitter handle, Tony Chapman Reactions on LinkedIn. Getting a lot of texts, and they're, they're fighting back saying, you know, uh, where's this uh, racial divide about Stephen Harper? 
So I want to hear from you, 416-872-1010. How do you feel now about the change of command? Are we missing Stephen Harper? Are we glad Stephen Harper's gone? And again, I'm not painting this as conservative versus liberal. I'm com- what I'm saying is it's madness what is happening right now. $90 billion is what the National Bank predicts our deficit is going to be during the Trudeau era. Wouldn't you love to walk around and just splash money everywhere? Wouldn't that be just a fun way to spend your day, skip from country to country, splash money? I would love to go to different countries and just pour a million dollars off the balcony and just see how many smiles. I would be loved for showering people with a million dollars of cash everywhere I went. I'd I'd be worshipped. All the the things that I could do, I just keep splashing money. And by the way, it's not my money. I'm I'm using your borrowed dollars. 416-872-1010, I want to hear how you're feeling. Are you as mad as I am of what is going on and how we're taking this country and we're racing it? We're driving into bankruptcy without an airbag. We're not getting accountability with the dollars we're spending. We're still having this paid-for access that's going on. We've got each party talking about morals. and Where's the leaders coming out? Where are the young individuals that can stand there and say, you know, the millennials are seizing power in so many areas. Come and seize politics, because we've done a lousy job with it. All we've done is squandered and spent money. Every time I turn around, I mean, you know, and we're going to talk about a little later in the show about, you know, uh, when citizens take control and how government just does not like to be Ubered because the citizens can do things so much faster, better, and cheaper. We're talking about our primetime minister. How do you feel about the $4.7 billion spent outside Canada and the first 100 days office? And again, I'm not against foreign aid. Targeted foreign aid, we're a rich country. There's things we can do to help. But everywhere we go, it's like Santa Claus with a big suitcase full of cash. Let's go to Marcy. Well, I firmly believe if that ISIS attack on France, when hundreds of people died, had happened two weeks before, there would be no question that we would still have Harper. And the, uh, I am so tired of the spend, spend, spend attitude of this prom queen that calls himself, I, I'm so angry, there is so no thought to what should be done in terms of finances, in terms of the military. It's let's just go to the party and look on the cover of Rolling Stone. I'm really upset with this government, both provincially and federally, and I think we should do everything in our power to get them out. Marcy, you made a great point, uh, uh, and I also want you and everybody listening, go to the website, click on the link, and call your people, because you know what? They all want to stay elected. We've seen that with Cat has nine lies. Everything she's doing to pan out for votes. She's pouring money out like, like, like Ontario's got a surplus. So I want us to all do what we have to do, which is use our democratic rights to say this is not how we want the country governed. We don't well, want privately held businesses to be squeezed any further. We want to actually have you guys to focus on creating jobs and increasing productivity because boring your way to growth is embarrassing, shameful par- politics that's hurting our kids. Thanks for calling. James, what do you have to say on this? Hey, Tony. Great job as usual. Thank you. Um, I just want to say it's not a problem with our politicians. It's a, po- it's a problem with our people. The, people the, the politicians are just doing what they know will get them elected. And a perfect example of that is Tim Hudak said that he's going to let go 100,000 public workers, which was the right move. 
But because he said it and he it was, you know, he gave the truth, it was something that the public wasn't going to accept. And he was, uh, he beat Kathleen Wynne, beat him out again. So it, it's not a problem per se with the politicians, although don't get me wrong, the politicians say a lot and don't follow through and they spend our money like it's, you know, not theirs, which is the truth. But if the public doesn't wake up and smell what's, what's actually cooking, as The Rock would say, you know, it's just going to be a continual cycle of politicians saying what people want to hear, like Kathleen Wynne creating a huge problem with our, industry, our, our, our uh, hydro and energy industry, and then coming back and saying, oh, well, I see, I understand, I understand, and we have to fix it. Well, you broke it. I mean, she's not the only one to blame, but people need to wake up and actually start looking at the situation, what's happening in our country, what's happening in our province, what's happening in our cities, and hold our politicians to account. And unfortunately, until that happens, Nothing's going to change. Listen, I appreciate your call. You know what? He's, he's talking about Tim Hudak. And Tim Hudak said, we've got to let 100,000 of these people go. It's not efficient. And then Kathleen Wynne went out and personalized. Go to a nursing home. Oh, your parents, you're going to nursing home. Well, you're going to lose this. And then go to a... She turned right. that into a million jobs. And um, so I, I, you know, what we're talking about is accountability, doing something. Wake up, Canada. Get your head out of the sand. Start writing these people. Start voting with intelligence. Start saying, we, you know, if I went and bid on a job at your house and it was 10000 I came in at 28000 you'd go out of your mind. Well, that's how we did with our deficit. Days after taking office, oh, I thought it was $10 billion. The budget would balance itself as $28 billion. That is not acceptable. And every dollar you spend, you got to treat it like it's your own. Tax dollars and borrowed dollars. I, I, I'm embarrassed of what we've done for the next generation. Leslie, what do you have to say on this? Hi, I'm not even a small business. I'm a little business because a small business is equated at 20 and under. Well, I'm just one person at a kitchen table. And I'm so frustrated with this country. I've wanted to move my business to the United States. I'm tired of the government not listening to me. I've called my MPP, and you know what response I get when they were sit actually sitting at the cabinet table? Oh, Leslie, they're only one person. Well, how helpless do I feel when someone's sitting at the cabinet table with Premier Wynne and they don't feel they can get anywhere? And then they, these politicians do not see the real world. They have no idea. They talk the talk, but they won't walk it. And they keep putting money in all the wrong places. And I also, I am a person of color, multi-generational black Canadian, and I'm really tired of this diversity thing because if you step outside of the major city centers, it's not that diverse. And you also don't see at the top levels a lot of diversity either. The country's making me crazy. The politicians need to get real, and I don't know how we can do it to get them to be real. Leslie, I appreciate it, and I appreciate the fight you're doing, and, and I encourage you, like I'm encouraging everybody, to, to just pick up the phone and write these people. I want every MP, there's a lot of listeners in this station, to start really putting feet to the fire. I'm going to continue this series on how I believe we can take back Canada all week at 1 p.m. Tomorrow, I'm going to talk about refugees, and what would you feel if the Sky Dome was filled with refugees. And that's what's happening in our country. No immigration strategy, no immigration policy. I'm not against refugees. I'm against it when it lacks policy. And I just want to get prime time by saying we're a sanctuary.